All right, hold tight if you're on the line. We'll get back to your calls, your texts. On my question, it's it's not it's not based on particular issues. But just what what is the overall vibe of of the electorate? I mean, I think you go back in history and I think you can track how people are feeling at a certain particular time. And I think that that Donald Trump fit in a time in 2016 when when people were over the the establishment. They wanted somebody to come in who was an outsider and, and shake things up. Um, so what is that? What's the tone now? What is that? What is that feeling amongst the electorate? 800-859-0957. I'll tell you, somebody who was who was pretty spot on 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 how that election was going to shake out back in 2016 before anybody else uh, was hip to it was was Congresswoman Debbie Dingell. She joins me. Uh, it's good to talk with you, Congresswoman. Chris, it's good to be with you. How are you? I'm great. Where, where, where do you, I'm going to ask you the question. Um, where do you think the, the electorate is at now? Um, outside of particular issues, what is the what, what is the the thing that they most are looking for in their next in their next leader or or or, you know, giving somebody another four years uh, for a crack at it? Look, I'm just going to talk about the mood of the country. Yeah. People are angry. They're unsettled. We're dealing with social media. We're dealing where people, because it can be anonymous, the tone of the rhetoric, the vitriolicness, the, um, I, I, it's not, look, I think that there are a whole lot of people that are uncomfortable with the viciousness or the way that we treat each other, but they're afraid to speak up at times. I think there's a lack of trust in all institutions. Um, I, I try to, as you know, I'm somebody who tries to listen. Yeah. And I did in 215, 216, everybody rolled their eyes, said, there goes Debbie. And I said, Donald Trump could win this election. And then I told you he would win this mm-hmm. election because I was in those union halls. Donald Trump is, I don't like the way he approaches people. I don't like the vitriolicness. I don't like the anger. I don't like. Uh, I don't like the way he attacks people personally. I treat everybody with respect. I listen to everybody. And I think the tone is impacting all of us. But in 215, 216, people were scared. They were seeing their jobs shipped overseas. They were worried about their jobs. Now people are just, they don't know who to trust. They're not happy with anybody. And what I try to do, I go to union halls. It's good that COVID's over. I can try to get back into a union hall every week. I go to farmer's markets. I go to events that people invite me to. I try to be present and just listen and have people talk to me. As you know, I don't take staff with me. I don't have entourages. I don't want anybody. I want people to talk to me directly. And I think there's just a – people are – frustrated they're scared they're they don't like the way we're treating each other but i think there's a tone out there that worries me i think our democracy is really challenged right now no and and i can vouch for you it's true uh you are everywhere and you talk to people and and it's one of the things that i i respect about you more than than a lot of other folks um because it can be easy to just take your crew with you um but you you do a lot of listening you do a lot of talking to people in the community and you get into those union halls and and you know, speaking of the union, you've got the UAW uh, endorsing Joe Biden, which I don't think surprised anybody necessarily. But Donald Trump hit back at him, uh, uh, Sean Fain, um, called him a couple of names uh, for, for not endo- endorsing him. And 
and now there's this back and forth between the UAW and and Donald Trump. And now uh, President Biden will be in town tomorrow to meet with the UAW as well. What 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 is the 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 dynamic, do you believe, with the UAW and some of these politicians, some of these presidential uh, presidents or presidential candidates? So, I mean, to be very clear, President Biden had to earn Sean Fain's support. I can tell you that. Uh, a lot of people were very upset with him when he did not endorse him when many of the other union presidents did. And I respect him for it because I knew he was hearing a lot from a lot of members that wanted him to listen to all sides, to talk to Donald Trump, um, etc. President Fain made it very clear. He didn't talk about whether he liked him or not. It wasn't a personality contest. I can't remember if he said that or not. But he looked at what Donald Trump had done for his workers and what Joe Biden has done for his workers. Now, do you really think Donald Trump cared if those workers who were on this picket line got a pay raise or had job security or that the retirement benefits were there? They weren't. Joe Biden came in and walked the picket line. But more than that, he's advocated for workers to be paid a decent wage. Those auto workers gave in 2008 when this industry was in trouble and they'd never been taken care of. They had never, they were, you know, people working for eight to 10 years and they were still called uh, temporary employees who had people on the same shift that were being paid different amounts. Trump, I didn't got that. Donald Trump, and by the way, when Donald Trump came to Michigan, when the president was on a picket line, Donald Trump went to a non-union hall. So the, 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 the President Bain made a very deliberate comparison between the two. But I'll tell you, quite frankly, this isn't one yet. We're going to have to get in the union halls and talk about what Joe Biden did for labor, how he has delivered on infrastructure dollars, why so many union members have jobs now, why teamsters who have lost their pension have pensions again. We're only going to win this election. This is a competitive election. Yeah. I've told everybody this is a purple date. And there's a lot of work that's got to be done between now and November. Well, look, you talk to a lot of union workers. They don't all back Joe Biden just because the union does. You know, there is no doubt that that these workers have their own thoughts and and their own view on politics and and how that impacts them. And and I think there's a lot of union workers that are proud to be union workers, that are proud of the work that they do, that are proud to be a part of the union, that still vote vote Republican or vote for Donald Trump. And so I, I, I'm I'm I think that that mix out there exists. And um, and 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 with President Joe Biden coming in tomorrow, what do you think the message is between his administration and the UAW? I think he's going to talk about how he wants to deliver for the American auto worker. I don't have the details. Of sure, the sure. I don't know, you know, but. Uh, what do you want to hear? What, what do you want him to say? What do I want to hear? I'm, I want to keep the United States of America and the domestic auto industry at the forefront of innovation and technology. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to cede our leadership to China whatsoever. And what are we doing to make sure that we never see what happened to us in the 70s when we weren't ready because the market shifted to small cars? And how he's going to protect those workers and, and the jobs he's creating. And I think that matters. And I think he'll answer the question directly. If he gets asked, I don't know what they're doing. Sure. So I don't know if they'll get asked questions. But. No, I, and, and I appreciate that. I hope I hope that continues to be the case. That That is uh, probably priority number one for workers here in Detroit, here, here in the state of Michigan. Congresswoman Debbie Dingell, always appreciate the time. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Thank you. 
Thank you, Chris. Yeah, Take you, care. You got it. That's Debbie Dingle. Uh, Want to get back to your calls, your texts. Uh, let's go to Chris out in Royal Oak. What's up, Chris? Hey, Chris. How are you? Good, man. Good. Um, well, that was some pretty good stuff. I usually don't agree with Debbie Dingle, but some of the things that she said there I totally agree with. I, Look, I, I, don't, I don't always agree with Debbie Dingle either, but when, I mean, she she is, I'll tell you, I know from experience, she's one of the hardest working congressional reps out there. It's just, there's just no no other way to put it. Well, I was telling you, Screener, I, you know, I don't know if I know the, you know, the pulse of the electorate, but this is somebody who voted for Trump twice, and I will never vote for him again, okay? And so, I mean, but my problem is I don't want to vote right now. That's my, that's my tenor. Why? Okay? Why? And that's pretty sad. It is sad. Well, I would, Why? I would, I would never vote for Biden, okay? I've, mm-hmm. I've never voted Democratic my entire life, okay? okay? But Trump... I mean, ever since January 6th and ever since the continued narrative that the election was a fraud, Chris, I'm just tired of it. It's been proven over and over again that he was wrong. He got beat. And I just I'm tired of it. And I just and and the spiritual uh, as he's the spiritual journey candidate. You know what? We've heard that all the way back to 2016. It didn't make sense then. It made a little bit of sense then. But now we saw him in office. He is not the answer to that narrative. There's no way he's the answer. Yeah, so. and, and Chris, I appreciate the call. Thank you. I, I I think there are a lot of people that feel that way, and I think there are a lot of people that are going to take those feelings to the polls with them come November. 800-859-0957. We'll get to some of your texts. I know we've been neglecting that. Uh, and your calls coming up next right here on JR Afternoon.